Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, Ross Tucker in just a moment. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. As we line up, Ross, did you watch his, uh, his version of his meeting with Taylor Swift? I did not. No, I did not see this. They're, they're from the same hometown. How how has this not come up before now? I didn't know I, this. I don't know. I usually I often bring her name up. So I don't I guess uh <laughs> I haven't with Ross. I don't I know. know. I didn't know this about the hometown thing. Yeah, I, he he said hello to her on the field after the game. And she recognized him. That's That's pretty that's, good, right? That's nice. Yeah, that is that's nice. He had a picture Ross said he had a picture of her dad with his daughter. Is that that right, Ross? You the Taylor Swift story. You had a picture. You have a picture of her father with your daughter. Yeah, basically. I, um, you know, for Westwood One, it's pretty cool. I, I love the conference championship game being on the sideline because after the trophy ceremony, you know, because they're a partner of the NFL. I am inside the ropes. I'm right standing next to the steps where the guys are going to come down after the trophy ceremony. Not many people are allowed in there. Taylor Swift was allowed in that area. So it turned out that I was, I don't know, six or seven feet away from her maybe. And um, I've, I've met her and talked to her twice, but it was 2007 and 2015 so it's a, a long time ago, and you know, I, I I didn't I didn't have a beard back then, any of that stuff. So I guess I was just thinking, well, what can I even what can I even say, you know, um, that's not awkward. But uh, <laughs> you know, she's from my hometown. I feel like I need to say something. And I, and I talked to her dad, and I'm pretty friendly with her dad. So I I guess I had a good idea. I I pulled up a picture on my phone of my daughters and uh, her dad at her concert in Philly in uh, in May. And I held it up like, you know, and I'm a pretty big guy. And, and I showed her, I said, I showed her, I said, Taylor. And I was holding up the phone and she looked at it. Obviously, she recognized her dad. And I said, uh, I'm Ross Tucker from Why Missing, and I'm pretty good friends with your dad. She looks at me. And it was really funny. She goes, 
oh yeah, I know you. I I know you. <laughs> and and I was like, uh, I was like, oh yeah, good. I talked to your dad. Big missed opportunity for me to not say right back to her. I know you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. A, a given, oh, but cool. yes, yes. And then she was with um, she was with Kelsey's parents, and I know uh, I know Ed Kelsey, um, their dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just said, Ed, what's up, man? Ross Tucker. And he's like, you know, I thought you looked familiar. But with the hat, I didn't recognize you. I'm like, eh. so like, yeah, that was my only interaction with Taylor. And I moved on to Ed because I don't know what else was I going to say to Taylor at that point. You know, I kind of, I kind of made the connection, and she said she knew me, and that's right. all I needed. That's you all know, you needed. I got to get out of it. Definitely get out of that. Are. Yeah, get out of that faster. <laughs> get out of that faster than staying too long. Better to get out of that too soon than too late. So solid, solid, always, always, right? right? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a positive interaction, (laughs) right? You know, I made the connection about the hometown and the dad and now, uh, who knows if I ever see her again, now she probably will really remember me because now she knows what I look like with the beard. And she'll remember that I'm the guy that showed the picture of her dad with my daughters and it was cool. And also knows your future father-in-law, so like, or her her future father-in-law. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, so that's who helpful. Knows, who knows? Who knows? I, I yeah. will say this: it is so cool to be, you know, in that like in that moment when all these guys are having one of the best moments of their lives, and then their family members come. Yeah, it's a really special, cool thing, which I think you guys know how I feel about it. It's why I want more, as many people to experience that as possible. Yeah. Right. Like that's why, you know, it doesn't, I don't really care that much. It doesn't really affect my life that much, but I would have preferred if Baltimore and Detroit won so that more guys could experience that feeling. Hey, we yeah. won the conference championship. We are going to the Super Bowl. but you know, there's new chiefs every year, you know, Drew Tranquil, the linebacker was all excited and, they're just really, really impressive, obviously. But it's really cool to be able to interview Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy was really cool. I know him pretty well. So um, it was great. It was awesome. I, I was, I've was i been waiting to ask you guys this. Did people in Buffalo want Baltimore to beat the Chiefs because they're sick of the Chiefs and they want the Chiefs to lose? Yes. Or – does it somehow make Bills fans feel better yeah. that the Chiefs beat the Ravens? Because it's almost like, yeah, well, see, Baltimore couldn't do it either. None of us can beat them. They're just yeah. that good. Well, I'll go first here because I, I, we talked a bit about this on Friday. Because I woke up Friday with that exact thought. I do not want Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to do something that Josh Allen and Sean McDermott and the Bills have not been able to do. We've already got Burrow that's done it once, uh, beating them in the AFC title game in 21. I, I, don't, I don't want anybody else in the AFC elevating like that. If somebody's going to beat them, I want it to be our guys. So I was on. I was rooting for you know my plucky underdog Chiefs on on Sunday, Ross, because of that. Got it, Mike. Uh, I was all about Baltimore. I've just really enjoyed that team, and 
I'll I'll take what you said to I, I wanted it for Jackson. Do I have the right to be furious at them for losing this game? Like with as well as their defense did, everybody's talking about how pass happy they got. I mean, did that make any sense? Well, I think that they found themselves in the unusual situation of being down two scores at halftime and the Chiefs really controlled the time of possession in the first half. There weren't that many possessions. And I don't think the Ravens handled it very well. Um, I thought they got outcoached. And if I played for the Ravens, I'd be very, very upset that it felt like we we went down not playing our game. Right. In other words, like it's one thing if you lose – but I would want to have at least felt like we played our game. And I was just surprised with how well Buffalo ran it the week before that Baltimore didn't run it more with Gus Edwards, didn't have more design quarterback runs. I mean, really, I thought Spagnolo clearly outcoached Todd Munkin, who I think is a good coach. But it's just unbelievable. I mean, they are that team where you really got to play – your best game, and it seems like there's a strong tendency for teams to have errors and miscues against the, the, the Chiefs that they don't have. I mean, like the Zay Flowers fumble, Lamar with one of the worst interceptions in NFL playoff history. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, the strip sack earlier, they certainly had their chances. And what, what I think is really interesting I feel very strongly that this is the second year in a row where the Chiefs beat the best team in pro football. Like, I I really think the Eagles were the best team last year. I mean, they were awesome. Like, they were just awesome. Loaded both sides of the ball. Terrific. But they were up by 10 at halftime in the Super Bowl. But they had the, the critical fumble by Hertz, return for a touchdown by Bolton. And the Chiefs made adjustments at halftime that the Eagles didn't. And the Chiefs won because, I think there's a couple of reasons. But one of which is, I've talked to you guys about this before. I don't know if it's conscious or subconscious. But the Chiefs are at the point now where Brady and Belichick were with the Patriots. That though, there's, a, there's like an underpinning there where... The guys on that team fully expect to win. You know, like they went into that AFC Championship game in Baltimore. Like, even though the Ravens were the better team, the Ravens have been the best team all year, the Chiefs had no doubt in their mind they were going to win that game. And I think that's a major combination of their recent playoff success and having Mahomes as your quarterback because the guy is incredible. And I think – we're to the point now where I think it rubs off a little bit on the other team, you know, where it's like late in the game, you know, there's young players for the Ravens, like Zay Flowers or whoever. I mean, for Zay Flowers. Taunting. Mahomes has been going to conference championship games since Zay Flowers was in 10th grade. You know, it's like this is like (laughs) he's watched this movie a lot. He's seen this happen a lot. The, the, uh, the Chiefs win. That's how the, that's how the movie ends. The Chiefs win. Mahomes makes the critical play. And now he's on the other side of it. 
And I think that that I think there's something there. That taunting penalty, I know the fumble too, but like, what are you doing? Knowing all that you've just said, it just ever, but and that, man, that penalty, come on, you know, well, get no, it done they, first. And that's the thing too. People, people make stupid mistakes against the Chiefs that they wouldn't do otherwise. Like Van Noy, Van Noy's been in the league forever, and people didn't like that they called that. You can't come from distance and be an escalator or an aggravator. You're coming from distance into a fray. They need to believe that you're a peacemaker. Van Noy was. It was just stupid. Yep. And it, it probably cost them three points, which were a major difference. You know, you have you lose the turnover battle. That's the thing that's so crazy, right? The Ravens were like plus 13 on the year, and the Chiefs were minus 12. That's the worst statistic in the NFL. It's it, it's not it's not predictive. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's great. All that matters is the turnover ratio in that game that day. And they were minus three, and obviously it had a major, major impact on them. There's a lot of luck in that, as you're saying. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. There's a lot more to talk about from that game and all, all your bigger points, just the psychology Next year, it just gets harder, I, I guess. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to go any longer on the Chiefs, though. <laughs> like, it's it's uh, enough with the Chiefs, right? I mean, they're... So what, well, just before I forget, what do you guys... Like, what do you think most Buffalo fans want to have happen in the Super Bowl? That they lose. They lose, yeah. Okay, so now, now that it's not an AFC team... You want the Niners to beat them. I, I think, I mean, I didn't take your question like I should have. Bulldog did. He was the guy to ask of us because of how he felt last week. Our morning show did a poll. And wasn't it like 90% Baltimore? Yeah. That yeah, were... I, yeah I, I think, I, I don't think I represent anywhere near a majority of Bills fans. A majority of Bills fans want Kelsey and Mahomes and probably Taylor Swift swept off the face of the earth as soon as possible. Uh, so, so like I, 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 I admittedly somewhat convolutedly like got to, I'd like them to win, uh, cause it's, it shines a better light on our guys who can't get it done either. Um, it, you know, but I, I know I think Bill's fans in general and even me, like I'm, I'm all go Niners in the Super Bowl. I, the, the chiefs can, can eat it now. They, they, you know, I just didn't want Lamar to get it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I was just, I was just curious. Bills fans, feel free to hit me up at Ross Tucker NFL with uh, with how you feel about it. But yeah, that that makes it. I am a little bit surprised it was ninety percent one in Baltimore because I would think more people would have felt like you, Bulldog, in the yeah. sense that it would be painful to see the Ravens beat them because then it would be like that could have been us. Well, of course. Instead, it's like, okay, well, maybe just nobody can beat them. So there's nothing we could have done. Look, they even won against the number one seed in Baltimore. Yeah. Well, of course, I mean, we, we've known this and had our own thoughts and had, had conversations about it, but it's just another way of, of putting it. It's just one more year where everybody else in the conference, if not the league, depending on what happens in Las Vegas, comes up short. And you only get so many. So you've got at least Burrow got there the one time, but you've got him, Allen, Jackson. You're adding C.J. Stroud to this list. Justin Herbert exists. Watson, if you want him. Tua was a story. And that's like half the conference. 
that, you know, is there room? Some of these guys, for as much for as legacy driven quarterback as quarterback talk is, some of these guys are just gonna have what probably will be great careers, Ross, and just never see the trophy. Yeah, and honestly, as you say all that, um, I, I've been very clear. I, I would have loved to see some new blood. But I also try to appreciate greatness because it is just so hard to do what they're doing. It's so hard. I mean, it's incredible what the Bills of the 90s did going to four Super Bowls. It is so hard to do what they're doing. And it's really, really impressive. And, and talking with Andy and Mahomes after the game, I asked them both about, you know, having to win two road games. And you could tell that was like they were happy about that. Like mm-hmm. That was a major motivating factor to, like, show they could do that, to show that they could, you know, because everybody's saying they couldn't. It was like they were glad that they went to Buffalo and went to Baltimore and had to win it that way. And they're just a very, very impressive organization all the way around. And it's incredible how often he makes the clutch play and doesn't make the mistake. And the Kelsey thing is really wild because felt like all year he had taken a step back or lost a step. And now it's like, it, I mean, it's just the guy's like unstoppable when it, it, it's just crazy. That first drive, it bo- it bothered me that Jackson looked to slide on second and nine on the second play of the game a- a- after barely crossing the line of scrimmage. I mean, let's you just got to go all out here. And all, what what was that? And then on that Kansas City, the answer, the great Kelsey catch from a great pass. I mean, fourth and two, I think that was. And then the touchdown. I mean, what do you even do on that play? So Kansas City's game pretty much throughout. The other game was very interesting too. Of course, you know, like the conversation has been about Dan Campbell. I, I want to have his back. I think, you know, um, justifiable, maybe to say the least, yeah. but not everybody agrees. Yeah, you you said a minute ago, Ross, talking about you know, like the, the Ravens, they like they, they, the players probably feel like they went out not playing their game. At least the Lions, like they, they did, if, if they had not gone for it on those fourth downs and lost, then I think then you've got heat, more heat on the coach, in my opinion. At least they, yeah, they did what point. they do. Yeah, that's a good point, I think, Bulldog. Um, you know, I wrote about this for my column for the 33rd team this week and uh, talked about it today on, on my show, the Ross Tucker Podcast. Um, a couple things I, I think are really important. Anybody that talks about, like, the analytics as if it's, like, universal – and it's like the Bible and every team's reading from the same book, they don't know what they're talking about. And every decision in an NFL game or any football game, I guess, is like a snowflake. It's different. And so I always wonder, and I've been texting with some head of analytics for different teams, their thoughts on those decisions. Because I want to know, is it, is it just like, hey, that's who we are? we're going to be aggressive, we're going to go for it? Or do they have an analytics guy saying, hey, fourth and two at the 28, that's a go for us. You know, the, the numbers say we should go. And if that's the case, well, then is it just because it's fourth and two at the 28? Or are they taking into account they don't have a great kicker? Are they taking into account how much time's up on the clock? I, I had an issue with the first one. Because 
even if you convert, let's say Reynolds catches the ball, there's still a pretty good chance you kick a field goal on that drive. And even if you get the touchdown on that drive, you're still up three scores. Whereas the downside of if you don't convert and you don't get the field goal, you're only up two scores. And so, man, I I thought they should have tried the field goal there. Um, Now, it's easy to say in hindsight, the guy was open, he dropped it, and that's the thing that I take away from that game or anything else. That was really painful to watch. I mean, that might have been the biggest meltdown I've ever seen on that stage. And I don't remember all the plays from the Bills' comeback against the Oilers. <laughs> but I feel like I remember the Bills making a lot of really good plays in that game. I mean, the drops by Reynolds, the fumble by Gibbs, yep. the interception off the face mask. I mean, it just felt like the Lions really sort of peed down their leg. And uh, that was painful to watch. Like, I, I'm, not, you know, I'm not from Detroit. I'm not a Lions fan. I definitely wanted them to win the game. But that was, that was literally painful for me to watch. Thank you, Ross. Well, what a cool uh, Sunday that was for you. Are you going to Vegas? I am, yes. I'll be there uh, Sunday to Thursday doing all my shows, the Raw Tucker football podcast and the Even Money betting podcast and stuff. I was supposed to be there through Friday, but um, my daughters have the, uh, the daddy-daughter dance. It's Friday night at their new school. All right. So, like, I'm not missing that. So... I'm coming back on the red eye Thursday night so I can go to the daddy daughter dance Friday. And then interestingly, I'll actually be in, um, in studio for CBS on Sunday during the Super Bowl in New York city, just in case, you know, there's a power issue or something in Las Vegas. So, uh, yeah, pretty unlikely you'll, you'll see me or hear me, but, um, you know, there's been, I guess there was a, at the Super Bowl like 10 years ago in New Orleans, but there have been other games, you know, in recent years where there's been a power issue. So kudos to CBS for making sure, you know, they have a backup option just in case the worst-case scenario happens. You're like the Secretary of Agriculture during the State of the Union. Somebody has to not be there. So the Secretary – maybe I'm not sure if it's always the Secretary of Agriculture, but – on, on TV, it was once on the West Wing. Is that right? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, like somebody has to be like available in case the worst case scenario happens at the you know. That's I, I think that's, that's probably you. smart uh, smart contingency planning. I've never yeah. been compared to the Secretary of Agriculture before, <laughs> but uh, hopefully he or she is a the real stud. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, just as we wrap here, like how liberal can Mike and I be with now? We know Taylor Swift. Oh, we don't. We don't know Taylor Swift. You guys, I think yes. you, I think what you could say is our our good friend Ross Tucker, who we talk to every week, is basically besties with Taylor Swift. Right, I I would, that's how I would phrase it. I would I was sort of already on that space on the board when it came to the Kelseys because of Eric Wood because Eric like has known them family friends for a long time uh, from Ohio and played at Cincinnati like he. So, sort of, uh, I feel like I know Ed a little bit, but you know, this we, we, we are, we've moved up a, another notch All these here. Connections, I, I'm very proud. Yes, yes. All right. it's, it's <laughs> nice, nice in life to know well, people who talk to you next week know in Vegas. People. Thank you, Ross. All right.
See you, man. That is uh, NFL Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice, Men Have Skin 2, and by Northwest Bank for what's next. Get started at northwest.com. We can talk Sunday. We can talk draft. We're doing both. 803-0550 to be a part of it. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.